0: Casey.
1: Hey, Jacob.
0: I got a question for you.
1: What's up?
0: What do a reformed burglar who fights crime with the ability to shrink and talk to bugs and a brooding millionaire who moonlights as a rodent themed investigator have in common?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: Well, let's find out, shall we? Because this week I watched Ant-Man.
1: And this week I watched The Batman.
0: And now it's time to make...
1: The movie connection.
0: All right, here we go. Off and running. Welcome in, everybody. Hi there, my name is Jacob, and I'm here with my sister Casey. And this is the podcast, the Movie Connection, and Casey's going to tell you all about it. Take it away, Casey.
1: <laughs> it's a podcast where we get together and we talk about movies because movies connect all of us.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, especially in today's world.
1: Yeah, and we try to find connective tissue uh, yep. between the two movies, any 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 connection, anything, and yep. then we talk about it.
0: Heck yeah. Going Good. so strong. Going this week. so strong. Yeah. Way, to, way to handle it. I threw a curveball at you. <laughs> Normally, I totally do the. <laughs> the <laughs> input, but just wanted to shake it up, and damn it, didn't phase her.
1: I killed it. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yep. So that's the podcast, everybody. And welcome in. Uh, we have had so many weird connections throughout the episodes. And uh, I think I, I managed to find some between these two. Some more obvious than others, let's mm-hmm. face it. Um, yeah. But two awesome movies. I mean, we got Ant-Man, you know. Uh, is it? Have we covered Marvel movies in, in this podcast yet? I don't know if we have. I
1: don't know if we have either.
0: Think we have because I I guess we we've seen them all so why? But uh there are outliers such as this. I have not. <laughs>
1: right. Seen
0: Ant-Man until this week. Uh I think the only other one, well, the, I mean you got the new Thor out now, but then there's that Thor uh Dark World I think and I haven't seen that one either. Dark World. The the
1: which one? Ragnarok, the third one? I don't
0: know. That's the second one. It goes Thor, Thor Dark World, and then Thor Ragnarok, and then Thor okay. Love and Thunder. Yeah. I'm so see, excited exactly, to see the new one. Like, after Ragnarok, people are like, Thor what? Like.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, totally. I love Thor, though, a lot. And I'm excited to see Ragnarok. Or not <laughs> Fuck. I'm excited to see Love and Thunder. It's going to be good.
0: Oh, I thought you already saw it.
1: No, I've been out of town a lot lately, so I haven't had a chance to go to the movies.
0: Oh, maybe guests saw it? I thought, I thought... guests something-
1: might have seen it.
0: Okay, I thought somebody close to us has seen it. Um, awesome. I've heard, uh, I've heard, interesting, I've heard, uh, I've heard things. I've okay. Heard th- I um, haven't
1: heard anything, which has been kind of nice. Mm, I
0: actually
1: yeah, haven't even watched a trailer for it, so... Uh-huh. I'm going wow. into it very blind.
0: That's the best um,
1: way. I'm very excited. I like to do this with movies that I know about.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but you'll be you won't mind checking out the trailer for Cocaine Bear when that comes out, though, right?
1: I think the only way you're going to convince me to see it is by getting me a trailer. Um. <laughs>
0: I think. I think we all need a trailer. I just need, I just need to know the tone. I, I got it. Yeah,
1: please just like just, give us something. You know, just, I just something. To
0: know the tone. Because right now I still don't know. Like,
1: <laughs> like, it's a real weird situation we find ourselves in.
0: Because I'm like Elizabeth Banks. Got to be comedy. It's got to be comedy driven, right? She's
1: really funny. Yeah.
0: Like, but I don't know. I but just don't like, know.
1: Because like, I wouldn't want to watch a really depressing movie yeah. about a bear on cocaine. Right. I don't know if I really want to watch a funny one either, though. Yeah. I, I know.
0: And this is the here's the thing. <laughs> At the end of the day, no matter what, it probably isn't a movie that should be made. Like, I think made.
1: that we with how much we've talked about this movie, we're going to need to do a bonus episode where we just talk about our experience. Yeah. Of, like going to see it.
0: I'm just confounded. Like ever since I found out about it and especially with Elizabeth Banks being attached, like I don't think if Elizabeth if. Elizabeth Banks wasn't attached to it or, you know, some name that I know was attached to it that's interesting like that, I probably wouldn't give it the time of day. Same. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it wouldn't even be on my radar.
0: Because it's like, I mean, even the the, like the pitch, you know, oh, it's based on that. You remember that news story about that (laughs) cocaine, about that cocaine bear? No, about (laughs) that bear that, yeah, did a bunch of cocaine, went on a rampage and then eventually died. Like, how is that a movie? How is that a movie?
1: How is it a movie? How so is it real life?
0: We're taking a lot of liberties. I mean, we gotta know that I don't know. Like it's just it's confounding. See, this is why this is why I like doing the season finales the way we do. Like just there are these movies out there that just confound you. It's like I don't know mm-hmm. what I feel about it.
1: Yes, totally.
0: But I know exactly how to feel about both of these movies. I mean, we talked about Ant-Man and then the Batman, Casey. Like that's the be
1: Batman. To
0: talk about because I mean, there's so much more to talk about around the Batman. Um, yeah. So, uh, but but I think it is my turn to start, right?
1: It is. Let's talk oh. about Ant-Man.
0: All right, let's size it up. Um. <laughs> I, 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 I did. Thank God they didn't they restrain themselves from too many puns. Like,
1: yeah, because also Paul Rudd is real punny as a person. Yes. <laughs> and so it is good that they kept him grounded <laughs> uh, because otherwise it would have been a different thing. Right.
0: See, but the trick with Paul Rudd is like he's not annoying punny like he delivers puns. Well, he's too
1: like, damn charming.
0: Too good. Paul Rudd
1: is a charming, charming man.
0: Yeah, and very likable. It's not just charming; it's just likable. Like it's like, oh, a,
1: he seems like, down to earth and chill and nice and overall pretty good. And he which can't you don't play. Find.
0: Like I've seen him play, effectively play a jerk. Totally. Uh, but but I think we all know that his default position is, you know, pretty nice guy. Yeah. All right. So Ant Man. With a dash, (laughs) like Spider-Man. All right. So back before the Avengers assembled to do battle against the greatest threats to the world, there was a gifted scientist, Hank Pym, who discovered a particle which could uh, which could decrease the distance between atoms while increasing strength and mass. Assuming the superhero identity Ant-Man, Hank did all he could in service of good and maintaining the secret of his so-called Pym particles and keeping that secret well guarded. Eventually, a trusted pupil of Hank's has risen in the ranks of the research facility that Hank started years ago, and this same guy is on the brink of unlocking the secret of Pym particles with the help of his and with the help of his daughter Hope, who has long resented her father and his secrets. And a recently reformed criminal named Scott Lang, played by Paul Rudd, Hank is ready to leap into the fray and pass the Mansel or mandible on uh, <laughs> Ant-Man on to Scott. Who isn't exactly skilled in the ways Hope is, but what Scott lacks in ability, he makes up for with his out-of-the-box thinking and a genuine love for his daughter Cassie. Scott will learn to harness the power to shrink, command a colony of ants, and yes, even grow. All in a giant adventure that proves heroes come in all shapes and sizes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that was, it was a nice film. So here, like, we're back in the Marvel universe. Um,
1: yeah, early Marvel, too. I mean, fairly early.
0: Yeah, one of the early phases. Um and definitely, I wasn't expecting to get, like, Ant-Man, an Ant-Man movie, let alone, like, Ant-Man becoming no. a pretty big member of the Avengers. Uh, I
1: don't think anyone was. Like, <laughs> I remember when I heard that they were going to do an Ant-Man movie, I was like, that's a mistake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Like, like, really, why? Like, we've we've totally. far. Like, we've had, we've got Thor, we've got probably
1: we've got
0: at this point we had spider-man but even so there was getting
1: there yeah we had iron man i said we were getting there we had captain america like we had a bunch of really cool guys and then we get this little dude that shrinks
0: (laughs) and then yeah ant-man right and uh but but they made us eat our words like dude uh, yeah And so here's my thing like uh, I'm not sure it might help that I'm actually coming at this away from all of the Marvel hype at the time like because at the time it was like peak Marvel hype time so that probably didn't help it either where it's just like really like what the fuck we're we're getting ready for a new Avengers movie like what's with why do we need Ant-Man.
1: Yeah. It's sort really of nice to like revisit it now, though. After everything Marvel's been through, it's kind of good to like go backwards in time and see kind of closer to where they started. Sort of makes like rewatching this for me at least sort of reminded me why I liked Marvel movies.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I yeah, totally. And uh, and it's weird. I watched this in a weird order because I actually didn't watch Ant Man <laughs> first. Ant Man and the Wasp first.
1: <laughs> uh, totally.
0: Just because it seemed, it did seem like fun. Like, okay, I don't need the origin story. I get it. He can grow. He can shrink. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> and a lot of those first movies, like, just by nature of being the first movie, like, they're kind of lighter on the action. Just lighter on the, because you're you're having to uh, find we, your footing and just yeah, establish- you have to
1: explain, yeah, establish all these characters and like the powers and what rules we're going to live in, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I just figured, okay, I can just dive into Ant Man and the Wasp, and didn't regret it. Really liked it. Like I was, yeah, that's awesome. Maybe maybe I will like the first Ant Man. So, and finally got around to it.
1: Well, that leads me into my first question perfectly. You've seen both Ant Man movies now. Uh, Which do you think is better?
0: You know, and that's hard. I kind of do need to watch the second one again. Now I have (laughs) the second one twice, and I do so. First time, liked it a lot. Uh, Second watch, I do remember being like, hmm, uh, it's still good, but I don't know. Uh, But Ant-Man was just really solid, like, really like it. Um, it, it, Like, in terms of ranking it, like, I put it near Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is... uh, Well, wait, I don't know about that, because Doctor Strange to me is actually top tier, but it's one of those... Again, it's one of those that you don't typically think of. People don't bring up Doctor Strange when they mention the good, the the best Marvel films, right? I
1: know, and I loved it.
0: I loved it, yeah, yeah. But Ant Man, I mean, it's up there. It's up there because it's just unconventional. Like that's what helps is it's these unconventional heroes that that might have helped them because they might have the. The executives might have thought, eh, just kind of do what you want. We're not expecting too much. Totally. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, it helps. Like, because in Marvel, like, it's hard to be creative. Um, Yes. Even though they love getting, like, they love attaching these names to their movies and stuff. Like, Edgar Wright was going to direct Ant-Man, I think. Um, which I would have been interested to see that. You know, the guy who directed Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim directing Ant-Man? Okay. That
1: would have been fascinating.
0: Yeah. Um, But even without that, like, but I think even if he had, like, it still would have felt like a Marvel movie, just like this one, because no matter what, they, you know, they have to feel that way because... Yes. Yeah.
1: It's a brand, yeah.
0: Yep. Same with the Disney movies. Like, I don't... under I I... Don't get why Guy Ritchie directed Aladdin. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like, like why? <laughs> um, but I from an executive standpoint, it's like, ah, it's, it's a name like, you know.
1: Right. Right.
0: Totally. But anyway, um, but yeah, I really, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. It ranks uh, pretty high there because excellent. it's, it's got a uh, fun factor to it. Again, like a fun factor goes a long way for me. Me too. Yeah. And,
1: you know, I was Googling just stuff about Ant-Man. Mm. And uh, he's the third most powerful Avenger. First being Scarlet Witch. Second Black. being Doctor Strange. Third Ant- being Ant-Man. Yeah.
0: Wow. I guess that makes sense. See, so then where Thor and Hulk just need to shut up then. Right?
1: <laughs> They're just a muscle.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, enough of this. Like, like. <laughs> Yeah, Thor uh, you know, <laughs> strongest ninja. Yeah. <you> know.
1: <laughs> that was good. I really like both of those guys too though, if yeah. I'm being
0: honest. <laughs> but I guess that makes sense. Ant-Man, it's because of that it is an interesting concept. You know, what you you hear Ant-Man and you think, Oh my god, so lame. But it's like when you break down the power and how it works, where it's like, Okay, what if I told you I could shrink your size? But that doesn't deplete your strength. It actually increases your strength. It's like, okay. Yeah. Now, now we're talking. Like and that makes it really interesting to watch visually too.
1: Totally. I thought I think it's so fun when the movie gets in to the fight scenes where like they are shrunken down and everything around them is big. Like the Thomas the train scene was really fun yeah. in my opinion. <laughs>
0: And really good, really well edited. Like, see, that was, that's a way of doing humor right, where it's like, you know, you don't need a bunch of fanfare. Like, just, yeah, just a cut here, a cut there. Big, oh my God, a big explosion's coming. Cut to the, yeah, wide shot of a train <laughs> set crashing. Like, you know. Yes,
1: totally, totally. <laughs>
0: yeah, I really love it. Smart. Really smart.
1: Uh, how was Paul Rudd's performance uh, especially ranked with, like, other movies that he's done
0: uh, that you like. I mean, I would, I mean, so Paul Rudd is, by default, just always good. I I don't need Paul Rudd to be in the Marvel Universe. Like, I would honestly really like to see Paul Rudd doing anything else. But the fact that we got him, like, hey, that's, uh, that's bucco points. Like, if anything, the cast of The Avengers lucked out. Because they got to have Paul Rudd on their set, like totally, totally. So, and I just there is something fun about like I love that Paul Rudd even doesn't cut the like Avengers figure. You know, it's just like yeah, I I mean, I guess I'm an Avenger. I like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like and they and they probably still had him work out and everything but even then he's fun. like yeah uh, oh what's your dad di- what's ant man what's the- <laughs> die. he
1: he like worked out so hard in preparation for this movie
0: okay, okay. like
1: and they didn't expect him to because mm. he's just like in this costume they actually ended up having to like take out the costume and make it bigger for his muscles and they were just like we were just expecting you to show up like but you like took it really seriously nice. trained and that's sweet
0: yeah, yeah that's so good
1: cute yes
0: <laughs> yeah but I just love like that whole uh, that whole ingredient and it's like the casting of Paul Rudd it's like okay Ant-Man movie it's like okay who who are you gonna get it's like Paul Rudd Wait, what, <laughs> <laughs> <So cute>. what? <laughs> Okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so
1: curious how they pitched that to him too. And or I was, guess he probably applied. I don't really know how that works.
0: I don't know how that works. Yeah. Like um, and well, and like I was familiar with the Hank Pym version of Ant Man a little more. I didn't mm-hmm. know was a. I didn't know that there were other Ant Mans. You know. Um. So that was interesting to find out because yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally.
0: Hank Pym was a classic character, um, and one like you, the Hank Pym uh, in the comic books, anyway, is uh, declared like pacifist. Um, they kind of touch on that here. I don't think they made that that hard of a choice for him. I don't think he was a pacifist, um, but I love a lot of his actions are very much, you know, like hey, you know, I mean, this idea of second chances, yeah, and that he does he. He's part of the Avengers, but not, and really like kind of has a little bit of a a contempt for them, which I found interesting, um, yeah, where it's just like, yeah, screw those guys like he like man, he he got him good where it's just like, ah, eh, they're probably too busy, you know dropping bill dropping entire cities on people. It's like, ooh, yeah damn, damn. <laughs> shots fired, like, and yeah, got him, you got him. I like that. You know, he doesn't because, yeah, they cause as much damage as some of the villains. And I think that he knows that. And so he's like, no, I don't I don't need to be involved with that.
1: Yeah, totally. Riff raff. Um, Who is your least or who's your favorite and your least favorite MCU character?
0: Ah, Lee, oh, I mean, favorite probably Doctor Strange. Uh, I
1: I knew you were gonna say it, and I totally agree. I love Doctor Strange so much. Yeah. Like,
0: so there Though, where like, yeah, it has no business being as well liked as he because, <laughs> like, to the point where I want to look into the comic books, but I'm get like I hear they're not that great, so I'm gonna. So save you're my just like save three.
1: my. It's partially for sure Benedict, just like Ant Man. Here is partially made by yeah by Paul um true you know
0: very true um least favorite <laughs> hmm god I mean I I mean I guess I have to say it
1: say
0: it yeah <laughs> Iron Man it's yeah Tony Stark.
1: Sam like, I get it
0: Tony Stark more so <laughs> um yeah insufferable ass you know kind of deal (laughs) but uh but it's because even hulk like (laughs) like like hulk's close though because i don't like like just a rage machine you know right uh but then you got mark ruffalo there
1: um yeah again another charmer
0: so maybe iron man with the caveat that it's more tony stark than iron man but yeah
1: yeah he does embody a lot of things you don't like Wealth well, yeah. and capitalism.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I get it. No shame.
0: I like, I, like what? Cap? A, cap? No way. Like Hawkeye. Oh yeah. I actually f- fucking Hawkeye dominated in a uh, um in uh yeah. Endgame. Like yeah. I, and his away.
1: show is like the show that they have him on on Disney Plus was so good too. Like I
0: loved it. Nice, nice. It was I really good. That that actress is really great, of course. Like, it's mostly her show, right? But, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, but he's in it. And it's yes. great. And it helps him deal with the PTSD of, like, Natasha and everything, which is good. Okay. Yeah, good. Um, Awesome. Uh, uh, but, how... you
0: know, Ant-Man is close, though. Because, especially with the more I find out about Ant-Man. And, like, I especially... So maybe not the Scott Lang character, but like I said before, that pacifist quality that Ant-Man has. Uh, yeah. And the fact he mostly is like kind of an outlier in the Avengers, but for the good reasons. Not like because, he, you know, not like Iron Man reasons. I'm a bad boy. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, I, I don't like you. Go- you guys are too violent. Like, it's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I like, totally. they still like to have him around probably for that reason. It's like, right. no, we- you around like to yeah to really call us out like it's like oh gladly like <laughs>
1: yeah we need somebody to ground us a little bit
0: yeah um but ant-man becomes more and more of a fascinating character the powers just sound so stupid when you lay him out but when you really like get into it <laughs> it does it, it's, it's amazing yeah.
1: that they can make him like make the movies so captivating and good like you on paper, it seems fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs> but in comic book paper, it's probably cool, too. Because, again, like, probably. visually, it, Ant-Man is pretty fun. Because, yes, you get to play with perspective and yes. all that stuff. So that is pretty fun. But, uh, um, yeah, just it just sounds so lame, too. It's like, even the name, like, you know, Ant-Man.
1: <laughs> um, Follow-up, if Buck you could have... Some. <laughs> if you can have any powers from Marvel or DC, since we're sort of breaching yeah, both yeah. sides today. I didn't even realize um,
0: <laughs> this, this might yeah. the universe, the multiverse, if you will.
1: <laughs> um, whose powers or set up, because Batman and Ant-Man both don't actually have powers, Um, <laughs> okay. would you prefer Who's to tech? have? Whose tech <laughs>
0: Uh. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I get like probably. Yeah. I mean, Doctor Strange. I do like the time like,
1: and stuff is fun on his.
0: Yes, the power of time travel. All this stuff. Well, the power of mystical qualities all together just sounds really interesting because that's such a big playground to dabble in.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um. Now. The mystical side of the MCU and even in their comic books, not exactly the best, but like it would be my it would be my stuff, so you know, right, I make it interesting. Um, so that does have appeal, and especially knowing I mean, uh, mystical is probably the way to go. Scarlet Witch, number one. Scarlet Avenger.
1: Witch is so cool.
0: So she's my, so badass. So I'm that, so
1: partial to Spider Man, though I won't lie. Uh, Yeah. Like, as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man might be my number one. Just also, like, my history with Spider-Man. I've loved Spider-Man forever, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I forget to include him in the MCU because, yeah, because of that whole Sony thing. (laughs) (laughs) I know!
1: They really fucked us up. Um, (laughs) uh, How... So was it good or distracting when Falcon appeared, <laughs> made an appearance? I
0: love. I love, You loved it. I love Anthony Mackie. Like, and this was so refreshing because now he's fucking. Well, spoiler alert, folks. I mean, now he's Captain <laughs> America, so it's yeah, good to see him back, uh, back being the Falcon. It was a nice way to wrangle him in. Like, it's and it's very fitting for Ant Man because, like, uh, yeah, he's kind of at the time like not a main avenger but he just got involved like mhm uh, so this is kind of fun for him to get his feet wet a little bit and fight a kind of a difficult enemy
1: mhm agree you know,
0: that people would be prepared for um i thought he did good yeah i liked
1: it yeah i liked it too and i thought the fight was really fun that they had Yeah,
0: and see, it was another great way to inject a little more action. It was smart. It was a good way to go. It was,
1: yeah, totally. I don't think they
0: were going to have that before. And then, uh, yeah, Paul Rudd and somebody else were like, yeah, let's do this.
1: Let's have him in here. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, I think that's all I got for questions. Should we jump into our favorites? Favorites. Favorite performance.
0: Favorite performance, you know, I, as awesome as Paul Rudd is, there this whole cast was really solid. Like, okay. uh, the villain was a it's was a lame villain, uh, but the actor was great. Um, he
1: was so good.
0: Like because like let's face it, like yeah, let's face it, that villain villain sucked. Uh, the totally suit was cool. like yellow. Super the cool. yellow jacket yeah. suit was really cool, um, but the villain was just so lame and yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, Evangeline, eh? Evangeline, I want to say Evangeline Lilly, who Mm -hmm. plays uh, Hope, who goes on to become the Wasp. Spoiler alert. Uh, Like, yeah, she fucking she was great. And uh, I kept seeing Elizabeth Banks like (laughs) like for some
1: reason, especially
0: with that haircut. I was like, Elizabeth Banks, what are you doing here?
1: That's Uh, so funny.
0: She looked a lot like her character from the Spider-Man movies, Um, Yeah, but Evangeline Lilly killed it and brought some of that emotional depth like I will honorable is definitely Paul Rudd, but uh, but tied with Michael Douglas, who was also really good and brought a really great element to the to the movie. We had a little bit. We had some daddy issues going on once again, and we uh,
1: sure did.
0: <laughs> and it was so well executed with between him and Ev- Evangeline Lilly. Their their chemistry was just perfect.
1: Yeah, it was so good. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, favorite scene.
0: Which leads me to my favorite scene, which is when Hank finally tells Hope the truth about her mother and everything, and like. They have this moment and yeah. Oh, so good. And then uh, Scott ruins it. So it's perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very fitting.
0: <laughs> it was really beautiful. And you could tell like Evangeline Lily was acting her ass off and Michael Douglas was being a very uh, attentive uh, scene partner.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: He's Love one it. of the classics. I really,
1: I dig, I dig
0: Michael Douglas. I don't, I don't
1: know. Me too. I like him. He's cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's got a good. Uh, uh, swagger about him uh, he tended mm-hmm. to play like these like sexy men i don't know why but but he was from that class of actor where it's like i don't uh, get it but he just he he's got the charisma he's got the
1: yeah he the, does the swagger he sure does
0: yeah thought he did good
1: A uh, favorite quote
0: Um, it says after Scott has stolen the suit and goes through a crazy situation and brings it back and the cops stop him and he's like, wait, I didn't steal anything. I was returning something I stole.
1: (laughs) That one did make me chuckle and I was like, oh, facepalm."
0: (laughs) Yes. So well done. See, lines like that. Only Paul Rudd could deliver.
1: Right. Anyone else and you would have been rolling your eyes. But Paul Rudd does it. And it's adorable. Yeah, love him. Nailed it. Nailed it. Awesome. Well, would you rewatch and recommend?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, this is a fun one, and you know, I was kind of trying to like these Marvel movies can drag. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, and but what I'm finding is it's actually the later ones that do that. Yes. That are that are getting of that, which is interesting. Um, you think we would have uh, gotten pacing figured out? Um, right but you no know, whatever uh no uh so yeah easy watch like it's two hours but it breezed by i really It totally does it yeah easy. so re and i would recommend it especially to those skeptics out there that are just like yeah yeah man i don't need to see that it's like no you need to see it
1: or people who are like i'm not really into marvel i'm like oh this is a good like easy one to throw at you and if you like it it's cool and if you don't that's cool too
0: yeah, you still got Paul Rudd. Yep.
1: Um. Awesome. Awesome. And what would you rate it out of five stars?
0: I give it a a three and a half, pushing nice. four. But you know, three and a half seems seemed right. Uh. J- yeah. Just just <laughs> under Doctor Strange, which is about how I feel about it. So say, so, yeah. I think. Excellent. And
1: excellent. And would you reboot it? I know that's such a fucking.
0: I know we say that But it's not that out of line Though these days
1: Right, (laughs) right, because this came out In 2015
0: Yeah, see, like Yeah, it's like we're rebooting Things, we're not, yeah, we're wasting No time, it's so funny Um, Reboot it, Uh, so here's the thing Uh, I would be curious to see Like a whole Hank Pym Movie perhaps, something like that um because again like explore this idea of pacifism in an avengers world you know
1: that could be cool
0: and it would be set in like the uh oh uh in like the i want to say 60s 70s uh, i i forget what what time period they show but yeah
1: cool that would be cool
0: so that A could prequel. be possible but- yeah, yeah, exactly. See if you're going to do anything like that. But other than that, we've already got sequels coming, so no real need to reboot it hardcore, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. I like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's movie Did number it. one down. Uh, Casey, why don't you tell me a little something about
1: The Batman? Got to make sure to include the.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's in the title. I am vengeance. Bruce Wayne has been Batman for two years now. He's on a mission to get rid of crime in Gotham City as a vigilante. As murders start happening with riddles attached and special notes just for Batman, he works with Lieutenant Gordon to solve the clues and stop the murderer. Along the way, he also teams up with Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz, and their chemistry Blossoms. Bruce questions, what a legacy, what is a legacy as his father? Sorry, I messed that up. Bruce questions what a legacy is as his father's past comes to light and it and he ponders the question of what makes a person good?
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: there's like a lot that happens in this movie. And I was like, summarizing, this is really hard. There's like many different storylines.
0: Yeah, a lot of layers. A lot of layers. So not your uh, not your typical superhero movie, not your typical Batman movie, uh, right? In uh, good and good ways, bad ways. Who know? Let's find out. So first of all, <laughs> I mean, we're coming at the Batman like this thing has a history. So let's just attack your history. With sure. And do you don't, do you remember your first Batman movie? Do you have any favorites that, or that stand out to you?
1: Um. Yeah, I knew you were going to ask a variation of this question. So I did rate my three favorite Batman movies. Uh, But the first one I ever saw... I don't know. Because I know that I watched all of the 90s ones growing up. Right. I saw Val Kilmer as Batman. I saw... uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. Thank you. why I couldn't think of that guy's name, I'm not sure. (laughs) Um... (laughs) He wasn't my favorite, even though he did fine. Um, You know, I remember watching Batman and Robin is really one that does stick in my brain because of Poison Ivy. Yeah. She's a character that I really like and I don't think is utilized like a lot in the Batman world.
0: Uh, Even though
1: I think she should be.
0: Yeah. Nowadays, she's getting her dues. Like, yeah, the Harley Quinn animated show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah. She's a hero.
1: Um... I'm going to go through my little list I made. Uh, Dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie. Yeah,
0: that's, um, a, that's a lot of people's. I mean, Chris Nolan, he... Be, like We mentioned, yeah, back, Batman and Robin was so cartoony, and then Nolan comes along and it's just like, well, what if we, like, put Batman in the real world? And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, and... And we had Heath Ledger as the Joker, which he was fantastic. Um, yep. Christian Bale was Batman and he was like shockingly good as well. Yeah. Um. And he was a really good Bruce Wayne. And sometimes I find certain actors are better at one half of the personality than the other. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. So that was my that's my number one favorite for sure. It's the one that resonates like I like. It's hard to rewatch those because they're pretty dark, but I still really yeah. liked them a lot.
0: Very true. Um,
1: uh, Batman Forever is my number two because yeah, this one I was like, I feel like is our childhood Batman. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> our generation, well, our specific generation's Batman because it was the one that came out at just the right time. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's perfect balance. Like it's got a little bit of the darkness, but it's mostly you know. I mean, you got fucking Jim Carrey, you know, doing his thing. Yes. <laughs> so it, that like, that's probably going to be a lot of, I think, probably going to be the, what, a, what, a, the thing that turns most people off. It's like, oh, Jim Carrey's in it? No, not into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Jim Carrey's so fun in it. Like, he really gets to be unhinged, you know? Right. Which I enjoy a lot. Um, yeah. And then this one actually is going to be my third favorite, The Batman, because it was very good.
0: Very good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I did think there was like, and I'm going to criticize it a little bit. I think it was a little too long, a half hour too long. Um, think, yeah,
0: A lot of what people are saying. And yeah, I, I feel the same way. Uh, I mean, Michael May does bring up a good point where it's like a movie is as long as it needs to be. And I, yes. I believe that's true and like if you like a movie it's you know whatever but but i think also you know trim the fat and it could you know it just that's yeah, all I like think it the did, pacing like, so. was just
1: like a little slow in certain areas to the point where i was just like you could have cut like 20 minutes easily without like losing any of the good story Exactly. it's just like a heavy world to sit in right it's not right. like it's um lord of the rings where you're like <laughs> like that's a movie that i could sit in forever like those movies i don't ever feel like are too long even though a lot of people were like horrified by how long they were sure this one just felt like a little bit just a little bit too long for me
0: right and because a lot of because like, there's a few times that they feel the need to show batman's slow walk it like the first time <laughs> i get it like yeah we're sure. the intensity all that but you do it like two or three more times man
1: right <laughs> right right
0: yeah yeah i agree a little long but yeah um so all right there's the the rankings uh uh awesome um what was your initial reaction to the announcement of robert pattinson as batman
1: um i'm trying to remember back back then i was like Kind of shocked. Um, Definitely shocked. A little bit like not sure. Uh, Because I like many people. I know I'm from Twilight. Okay. We're just going to get into that. Yeah. I was very into Twilight. I am of that generation. Where yeah. I read all of the books as they came out. I saw the movies at midnight. At the movie theater. Day they came out. For each one of them. All five of them. Um, (laughs) and so my first introduction to Robert Pattinson was Twilight, um, where he had some cheesiness and even he hates Twilight, which I think is hilarious. Nobody hates Twilight as much as Robert Pattinson, um, (laughs) which I find joy in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's like my main, like seeing him act. And then since then he's done like some weird stuff, some indie stuff, um, some good though. Really but good. just kind of weird, yeah. Uh, so I wasn't sure what we were buckling into for this new Batman. I was like, which Rob am I going to see in this?
0: And uh, like, and especially it sucked because this was also This was the next Batman following Ben Affleck's performance as Batman.
1: Right. I, and
0: yeah, honestly, like I don't even include him. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I was going to say I didn't even mention his name earlier. Um, yeah. And that was a bummer for me because I actually was very excited when they announced that Ben yeah. Affleck was going to be Batman.
0: It was definitely like I wasn't thrilled. I I got the skepticism, but I was also like, you know, we could have done better, but we could have done way worse, though, too. Uh, from
1: from Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's one of the ones that I actually think he was a better Bruce Wayne than he was a Batman.
0: Got it. Right. Um.
1: Right because well and also his suit was so ridiculous it was so bulky and big and dc was going through a change of direction and they didn't know what they were trying to do and so poor ben got really sucked into the middle of that weird transition time before they figured out what they did well
0: and he like he put a lot of it on himself though too because i hear i hear that there was like heavy drinking going on and all this oh shit maybe yeah kind of drama around the role so it was partially for his own health that he stopped being Batman I guess which again yeah. guys like you don't need to, you don't need to do that you know you don't need to yeah. do that for, for a part like right. it, it seems kind of yeah stupid
1: <laughs> him and jlo just got married nice yeah
0: maybe she'll save him
1: <laughs> good for them
0: <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, so it was definitely skeptical. Like I was like real skeptical. You know, I, I could see it like 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 Batman Beyond, like because he seemed a little young. I think was part of part of my part of my thing. With I Rob, think it was, yeah, I think everybody was like, and also they were like, he's too small and everything. It's like, well, but you know, that's can, not
1: something I ever judge.
0: Exactly because like they can fix that shit. Like well, plus
1: like I just think that like. I think any body can play any kind of part if given the opportunity, even if we haven't seen that body play that kind of character before. You know what I mean?
0: Perhaps. But with Batman, though, like we're going for this guy is human underneath all that. Mm -hmm. So you better you do kind of need to be fit because otherwise I'm like, okay, how the fuck is he? (laughs) How the fuck is he not winded right now? No,
1: totally, totally. And he okay. did definitely like bulk up for the part. Yeah. I noticed I was like, oh, he put on some weight like he's muscled up a little bit. He looks good.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, Are there any actors you have in mind that you'd, you'd maybe like to see play Batman?
1: Oh, that's a fun question.
0: Yeah.
1: Let me think for a second because I'm trying to think of actors in right. general.
0: <laughs> oh, God, what's what's that? Who's that douche <laughs> that they even floated out the idea he was going to play Indiana Jones? And I hate him. Bradley Cooper, there you go. How about Bradley no. Cooper? No.
1: <laughs> He's such a douche.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: a, ooh. Maybe,
0: maybe not, but definitely has the air of... <laughs>
1: I'm. I did some googling. I'm just looking people up, and uh, there's a couple on here that I agree with. John Hamm would be pretty good.
0: Nah. Ooh, especially, yeah. Uh, yes. Not, he's a little old. So, and again, mm-hmm. there's a few versions of Batman you can go with here, because like Michael Fassbender, a little old, but again, like you do like older Batman, like Batman Beyond, Batman, and you got something.
1: Joe, the one from Magic Mike. Joe, I can't say his last name and I feel so bad because I can't even remember how to say his last name. But he would be fun.
0: Guy who directed El Bear? Yes, El
1: Bear. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's one that came up.
0: You know, so he kind of did play Batman, but yeah.
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: Get to play Robin at least. Not bad.
1: Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Oh, my God. I wouldn't mind. I that. would
1: love that.
0: Well, <laughs> he's a great actor, though. Uh, yeah. He's so
1: good. Yeah.
0: Good. I think yeah. and some of these have been in the running, I think, to be Batman. Really? I think Jake Gyllenhaal was considered at one point. I know he was considered for Spider-Man and that would have been good.
1: Yeah, that would have been good. Um,
0: yeah. Nice. Good choice. Yeah,
1: those are some fun ones. The uh, guy that was Simon on Bridgerton. Oh. Rene Jean-Page, I think is his name. And he would have been fabulous. They're actually considering him for a 007.
0: Ooh. Okay? Yeah. So we've seen Batman depicted using all range of tones. We've seen yeah. everything from cartoony, ridiculous, Batman and Robin, to the middle ground and then to super serious with the Nolan films. You know, what is unique about this one? What's this one bring to the table?
1: This one definitely has a similar tone to the Nolan films, where it feels like we're in right. the real world. It feels kind of dark and edgy. I would say this one is like a good alt, like an alternative style. Yeah. Like, how do I word that properly? Like, it has a tone set to it that I feel like sort of feels relatable to outcasts
0: okay yeah 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 i think i i pick up what you kind
1: of yeah like i'm trying to think of how because like the music is kind of edgy
0: grungy um grungy
1: yes totally grungy with his hair too
0: i've said this in my review where it's like this was yeah for the 90s kids it
1: does feel that way yeah yeah it does feel that way um
0: Yeah, I like that idea of it being, yeah, for an alt, alt people, like it does have that air about it. Might as yes. well shot in Seattle. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. yes, totally.
0: Nice. And I, to me, this is the most, and I I think Michael May said something similar. It's the most that feels like a detective story first. And a superhero movie second, like
1: yeah, I would agree with that. It definitely does feel more like a detective trying to work with the police to solve a crime.
0: Yeah, first and, and foremost. I liked that about it, where and a little more, yeah, a little more. So like Nolan, it's like peak technology, but also it not all the kinks are worked out, you know. Um, yeah. Like very much something that could be made by a rich guy who but who also is working out of his garage.
1: Right. Uh, totally.
0: Um, because the Batmobile, that's just a muscle car that he just muscled the fuck out of. Like, you yeah. Know, um it's not it's not a tank like, you know, other vehicles. It's like, no, this is I just want it to go really, really fast and take some of yes. Um, you know, and down to like I love moments like I anytime You kind of got this in Nolan, too, but I think Pattinson does it better. Like, he's really these fights are taking a toll on him. Like, he's Mm -hmm. not he's not just going from one guy to the other. Every like wound is like blow is registering. Yeah. You know, and he's he's getting hit in addition to hitting others. Like, I liked all that stuff. And then even like, I think he tries to fly at one point and that doesn't go well. Like, right. I like Yeah, they
1: show you it feels more realistic for sure. Right. And like probably the most high tech thing you had was like the recorder contacts, right? Yeah,
0: that was just um, in the most like okay, wait. Everything else has been kind of like okay, I could I could get this or you know.
1: Mhm. Um,
0: but yeah, that's the most fantastical. But you you know, at the end of the day, comic book movies. So yeah, do it. Like you know. Yeah,
1: do it. Yeah. I don't think it's like totally crazy. I mean, yeah. it would be very. Very expensive and probably right. uncomfortable to wear them. Sure. But you but, know, uh, I wear contacts sometimes, and still watching people put them in and take them out really bothers me, <laughs> even <laughs> though I am one of those people, yeah, and I can do it, you know, with myself, no problem. But like, yeah, watching that part in the movie did make me cringe <laughs> away a little bit,
0: um. Yeah, very interesting tone. I really liked it. Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman thought. Yeah. yeah.
1: I loved her. Yeah. For me, it's hard for her to do wrong. I think she's like a really great actress and
0: she's kind of really like she's she hot right now, you know?
1: Like, she is, and she's like a badass. Um, and her catwoman is great because she is very independent, which is like a catwoman strength, right? But also like She had a lot of emotional depth to her that I think that some other people who have portrayed Catwoman haven't, like, grasped.
0: Definitely. I mean, yeah, Anne Hathaway's Catwoman is great, but, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. there ain't no emotional depth really going on there. Right. Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is just so fun.
1: (laughs) She's, like, she is, like, that whole movie is kind of like a... Like a kink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, how do I word this? Like a fetish it's almost. A,
0: it's a Tim Burton movie.
1: It, <laughs> it is. And there's nothing wrong with it. I love it.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That was the one I probably watched the most, like, most growing up, at least. Like, that, yeah. I watched that more than 89 Batman. Yeah. Might have been for Catwoman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was hot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then we got so many good cast members here and a lot of people pulling off performances you wouldn't expect, like Colin Farrell as Penguin. What the fuck? And like, he
1: was so good.
0: Did not recognize.
1: No, no. I was like looking, uh, names up afterwards and I was like, whoa, wait a second. Like I knew, I knew him, you know, but like he is like unrecognizable. Like (laughs) just quite shocking. And he did a great, great job.
0: And this voice is uh based on a voice i think he heard and it's like some cab driver or something and that makes some new york cab cab driver and that makes sense um really great characterization and the makeup like yeah that's not cgi so that makeup is yeah um would you see another batman movie with this same team
1: yeah actually after i finished watching it i googled will the batman have a sequel and yeah. they said yes, and they're working yep. on it right now, so that's exciting.
0: Um, two big things that people are most curious about, you know. One, they kind of want to see, and I think the directors hinted at this or, or like, mentioned it. So, of course, people are like, oh, shit, this is what we're going to get. So, yes. but whatever. Um, what do you think about seeing this guy take on Mr. Freeze? A character very fantastical, but with the way they're doing things. I would be very, I'd be curious.
1: Yeah. I'd say that could be fun. Why not? I think and, that like, I, it would be good. I love the Joker like character. I think he's really interesting, but I think it would be good to give it just a little bit of a break. Like it was kind of nice yeah. to have Penguin and Riddler in this movie because we've had so much Joker focused
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, he's got his own movie. He's got it. And apparently, that's getting a sequel with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn.
1: No, why? Why?
0: I gotta see it. It's gonna be a musical. It's gonna be a fucking oh. musical.
1: Well, if it's a musical and Lady Gaga's in it, are they see, changing like, the guy that plays Joker? No, no, no. It's Joker? gonna be
0: Joaquin. It'll be Joaquin.
1: Oh, Joaquin? Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: it's a sequel to, yeah, Joker. Yeah.
1: I see, I see, I see, I see. I was thinking about the other guy that I don't like that played the Joker.
0: Oh no 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 no. no
1: Ew, no, what no, is no. his name? I can't think of it. Yeah. I don't like him. that dude. He's gross. Uh, no, I like that. That idea is fun, and I'm ready for it.
0: And then what about bringing in Robin? Like, if anybody's gonna do it, I do want it to be this guy because I feel like he would handle it with the weight that it needs to be handled with. If you're gonna do a If you're going to do Robin in today's world.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Because we need to address the fact that. This guy is putting a kid in danger. A lot.
1: (laughs) A lot, yeah. Yeah, that could be fun.
0: And especially, we kind of get hints at it. The way he looks at that kid. Like, it would be very interesting to see. Because he would think that. It's like, no, like, I get this kid. It's like, right. So why are you allowing him to go? the same path you are like
1: trauma bonding it's not always yeah. great
0: exactly. um
1: but yeah they share a trauma of both of their dads being mares and both of them dying being murdered um <laughs> it's rough
0: right um we mentioned joker so there was a so there's a joker scene in the cut you saw yeah um but there's a longer joker scene with batman uh that was cut out really yeah um, and I've seen it. and uh, it's it's pretty good. But at the end of the day, i i I honestly wish they would have cut out the Joker scene that they had here. Like, I just think we don't need it. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it it's... was
1: it was a good scene. But again, like, I just feel like we've had so much Joker, and he's a great character. I'm not dissing on him. I really think that he's fascinating. Um but, like, there are so many villains in the Batman comic books. There's, like, so many that they could grab out of those comic books and make real and showcase them for people, and it would be really cool and a new experience for people who don't read the comics, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. give us some of those,
0: yeah, exactly. And yeah, again, like really good, but I still was like, it took me a little out. It's like, okay, oh, here's our Joker scene because we yeah. have, have it,
1: we gotta do it.
0: Um, who are oh. Oh we kind of we already talked about it are oh some villains that you might like to see in a Batman movie Uh, we kind of mentioned Mr. Freeze
1: Mr. Freeze would be cool I love the Riddler I'm glad that they showcased him
0: yeah what did you yeah Paul Dano is the Riddler very unsettling
1: so unsettling and I totally dug it though like he did a great job Right. Um let's see. I'm trying to think. We've got 2 Face, Bane, Mr. Freeze.
0: A lot of the good ones too recently where it's just like, yeah, I would rather see it's like Mr. Freeze is kind of the best cuz it's been long enough and especially with the stigma around that movie, I think it would be great for this director to be like, yeah, but check out my Mr. Freeze.
1: <laughs> yeah. I really love Poison Ivy and I would actually just like her to get her own movie similar yeah. to Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn because well, like, I think
0: that would be the, the third Harley Quinn movie. You bring Poison Ivy in.
1: Yeah. Cause she has like such a good They're backstory. Married. Like she has a really, really good and interesting backstory.
0: Oh yeah. And her and Harley Quinn are married now, I believe. Oh really? I love yeah, that. My comic books. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's see. All right. Moving on to our favorite questions. Favorites. So favorite performance.
1: Um, My favorite performance actually goes to Zoe Kravitz. Right. Uh, she's very awesome and badass. And Catwoman is like such a cool character. She brings a lot of interesting qualities out in Batman. Yeah. Um and this movie in particular, like I enjoyed his character more when she was in the frame for some right. reason. Um <laughs> uh although that being said, Robert Pattinson is my second favorite cuz he did a great job.
0: He did a yeah, crazy good job actually. He
1: is great as Batman and I would like to see him a little bit more as Bruce to like make that determination cuz we saw very little of him in the world as Bruce. Right. Right. And what we saw is like he's a recluse and he doesn't come out, which is cool. Well,
0: I think that's the point, because Christopher Nolan like was really a little more Bruce Wayne focused and wanted to and really blurred that line saying it's like, you know, who like Bruce Wayne is Batman. Batman is Bruce Wayne. Like what's going on here? Like this one, what's interesting is that, yeah, this this I think the reason for that is this Bruce Wayne has no desire to be Bruce Wayne right would rather be the Batman because that would mean throw get rid of all that legacy all of that yeah all of that stuff um now that's a tragedy though it's not like it wouldn't be it's not in service of. was like yeah I want to be the Batman you know to do good for others like no you, he just wants to disassociate more
1: <laughs> right yeah something I thought was interesting in this one is like how he rewatches his recordings and has diaries of this. yeah, It's really interesting. Yeah. Like he's a really interesting yeah. fella. Uh, he did a great mo- job like, though.
0: Most anti-hero feeling. Uh, Batman I feel. Like they're really getting that gray. In yes.
1: There. I totally agree. And he. Uh, I will say that. Like for the first half hour or so. It was hard for me. To like disassociate him. With Edward from Twilight. <laughs> Because he just seems like when Edward from Twilight was really depressed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like a half hour into it, I was like, oh, he's not that person anymore. And we were good. So maybe that was why he made it a three hour movie instead of two and a half. <laughs> he needed to give the Twilight people <laughs> time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's my uh, favorite.
0: Awesome. Favorite scene.
1: My favorite scene is the car chase with Penguin. So when good. the Batmobile flies through the fire, he like thinks he's safe. Penguin does, and he's like, "Ha ha, yes." You.
0: Oh, I got Joe. <laughs>
1: and then he fucking then, flies whoop. through the fire.
0: <laughs> well so good. Made where it's just like you know, how, they know how to edit. They knew, yeah, that was yeah, very well done.
1: Such a good scene. I loved it so much.
0: Good stuff. Um, and a favorite line of dialogue.
1: All right. Batman says it. Our scars can destroy us even after the physical wounds have healed. But if we survive them, they can transform us. They can give us the power to endure and the strength to fight.
0: Yeah. It's really I mean, good. It's Batman in a nutshell for you. I will
1: say, like, I loved his journey. Because yeah. at first he was this dude that was in the shadows, like, fighting people. And sort of working with this detective. Uh, Lieutenant, I mean. And then by the end of it, he's, like, helping people when they get trapped. I was like, oh, good. They're giving him some, like, morality that's yes. outside of this, like, persona of yes. Batman, you know?
0: hmm It was a good journey. Right. Agreed. Um, and then would you rewatch or recommend?
1: Uh, yes and yes.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's really... Got me excited about Batman movies again. Same. It does make me. I do wish I I would love to see a fun Batman movie again, though. Like, it sucks that we're just going to get more. It's going to be more brooding, more, you know. More brooding, dark, you know, kind of stuff. But that's fine for now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It would be fun to watch another fun, fun Batman, though.
0: Yeah, exactly. The right Uh,
1: director comes along to make it. Because it's hard to find a line between fun and cheesy, but it exists. Look at Ant-Man.
0: You can do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then uh, would you. Oh, out of five stars, how many stars do you give the Batman?
1: Four stars.
0: Yeah, solid. Definitely. Very
1: solid. If it would have been a half hour less, I think it would have gotten five.
0: And maybe just, you you know, at the end of the day, it's pretty heavy shit. So it's.
1: heavy shit (laughs) i did like at the end he was talking about hope as well and i tried to jot down that line of dialogue and i it went too fast for me to do it and then josh started talking and i missed it but he was talking about you know um how people need them as a sign of hope and i was like that's true right especially in what seems like a very crime-ridden depressing place to live like gotham city right (laughs)
0: And uh, would you reboot it?
1: Uh reboots? No. Sequel? Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, That's yeah, where I'm at. We're stoked to see that sequel.
1: Yes. Super excited to watch that. Um I think it's gonna be really fun.
0: The Batman and the Robin.
1: <laughs> Could be.
0: Uh, it wouldn't be it would not be called that, but yeah. <laughs>
1: also their chemistry him and zoe kravitz was so good like i was pleasantly surprised
0: yeah very good yeah they're really good i think they're friends in real life or something
1: oh i love that
0: um awesome well that covers both of the movies so now that both of these are covered it's time for us to make the connections
1: let's do it matches all physical objects man-made small in size light in weight it's the connection surprised to see me
0: no then you're aware of what our connection and so we are all connected in the great circle of life all right casey what did you come up with
1: uh both of their names are creature names one's a mammal one's an insect <laughs>
0: animal yeah of the animal kingdom
1: exactly exactly uh both characters use tech and have no actual powers love that yeah uh both guys have a sort of vigilante justice that they're living through yeah they don't really belong to any organization either of them yet Mm -hmm. um daddy issues present in both films yep Uh, Both movies are part of a bigger comic universe.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: DCU and MCU.
0: Yeah. Bruce and Hank Pym fight to avenge the death of a loved one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Both Bruce and Scott have a connection to the criminal life, like we said. Yes. Uh, both have team-ups between a guy and a girl with chemistry, but no real romantic relationship happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Both have capable female badass characters. Yes. And, uh, yeah, everything else you said. Yeah, the using advanced technology. Uh, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, hell you yeah.
0: Know, few connections, especially considering they are both very different in tone. We didn't even talk about that. So
1: polar opposite, right? Yeah. Like they're both so polar opposite Ant-Man. I mean, even when he gets out of prison, the yeah. next shot you see of Ant-Man is in a Baskin Robbins, which is like the sunniest place that there is. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I don't think there was that much color in all of the Batman oh, films. I think, I
0: think Gotham's got a Baskin Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> awesome. All right. So those are the connections. Well, now, folks, we got a new segment for you. Let's talk about, you know, if you liked either of these movies, maybe there's some other movies you want to check out. Well, here's some movies that are similar. We call it our movie matchmaking. But look at this nice thing though we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. Mm-hmm. So if you liked Ant-Man, you might like the sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Nice. You might like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you know, because it's yeah. auntie. Um, <laughs> and you might like a movie called Super, uh, which was direct. Uh, let's see. It stars uh, Rain Wilson, I believe, from The Office. Um, he played Dwight. OK. And uh, oh, and um, Elliot Page. Uh, oh, cool. Earlier on is in there and yeah it's so and it was directed by uh the director of guardians of the galaxy very interesting superhero movie uh vigilante superhero movie but that sounds
1: interesting
0: comedy driven very different
1: Mm. love it and if you enjoyed the batman you might enjoy any of the previous batman films
0: yeah for sure
1: birds of prey nice and Shutter Island.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just going to throw I, that
1: out there tonally but, and also, like, uh, with the investigation stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely some psychological, like, detective story for sure. I would also throw Seven in there. Like, this has very, like, you haven't seen Seven, but I'm just, like, yeah, very Yeah. Um, haven't
1: seen
0: it yet. Not yet. No worries. You basically have. Like, you like yeah. The right. Batman seven. Like, yeah. Um, awesome. So there's that. And now it's time for our recommendations. What you got? Um, I am going to recommend something that we all were doing when the pandemic hit and, uh, probably got away from, and things started to open up. But I tell you what, I'm revisiting my island in Animal Crossing New Horizons.
1: Oh, love it.
0: And it's pretty cute. Like, at the end, it's just always good for a nice, wholesome-feeling game. And I've been more and more into the games like that, where it's like, everything's all about the grind now. You know, all these Battle Royale games and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, microtransactions. It's nice to find a game that's just about, no, I just I just need to... Water my plants real quick. I just, oh, I'm going to talk to this, this uh, anthropomorphic uh, tiger guy. Um, Yeah, I'm going to do some fishing, you know, no real go like no super big overarching goals to be achieved. Like, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Get one and uh, come check out the island of Numbumbu.
1: That's so (laughs) cute. I love it.
0: Awesome.
1: uh i'm re-recommending a podcast that i recommended once uh it's called nobody's listening right uh okay. <laughs> it's by elizabeth lame and andy rosen they are married and they have had a bunch of different podcasts um this one is so great because they just talk about like a lot of current events in life uh, and they do things in a very comical way that i really enjoy uh she's a she writes for television so she's got like A big personality so she's really fun and she's actually gonna drop a new podcast in september which i'm super excited to listen to as well oh wow yeah
0: do you know what it's about
1: it is going to be about uh life death death purpose uh she's gonna have an astrophysicist on to talk about how we're all made up of matter um she lost both of her parents within a year when she was 17 and then 18. So she has like a really intense relationship with death and grief because like she went through, she really went through it uh, when she was really young. Um, And so she, she has, she looks at life in a really interesting way. And she also talks about grieving Mm. um, in a really different way as well. Uh, So, I'm excited to listen to the new podcast because I feel like that's going to be a main talking point <laughs> about it. So that will be kind of cool.
0: Right. Awesome. Wow. Maybe a yeah. podcast for Bruce Wayne.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he needs to deal with this grief, man. Um, <laughs> talk to Elizabeth Lame. She'll get you figured out.
0: What an interesting Alfred. I did not see that coming with Andy Serkis being cast as Alfred. I was like, what the fuck? This, yeah. This when weird motherfucker like what?
1: when i saw him at first i was like i don't know about this like i know the actor and i like the actor yep, he's
0: good, great and like just he's such a i mean the the way he brought motion capture to the forefront to yeah but really, i thought he
1: did a good job actually he did do a
0: good job yes
1: he wasn't michael kane who is my alfred right um definitely always when i think of the character of alfred i'm like oh yeah it's michael kane like right. he just took that character and.
0: Yeah. Roll with it.
1: He sure did.
0: Um, awesome. Well, if you have a recommendation of your own that you want to send our way, you can do that. You know, we have an email.
1: MovieConnectionPodcast at com.
0: But if that's not your style, if you want to just, you know, give us a follow on Instagram, you can do that.
1: At The Movie Connection. All one word.
0: Or you can follow us individually, me at Jacob Bean Watson.
1: And me at Casey Schwartz.
0: You know, we got a Facebook and everything. We try to keep you up to date, letting you know when new episodes are dropping and when we're taking a mm-hmm. break and so on and so forth. Head on over to Apple Podcasts if you would be so kind to give us a rate and review, even five stars. That would be great. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, and with all of that taken care of, all the housekeeping done, now is the time, the moment you've all been waiting for, where we assign each other the movies for next week's discussions. Hell yeah. All right, Casey. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one. So it's directed by a not so great person. Okay. Uh, um, we have a few of those nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so this is a Woody Allen joint, and it's a movie mm. called Irrational Man. Now okay. I know it, you know, kind of sucky, but it's got some aspects that are good to. It, it's going to be a good talking piece because we've also yeah. got two great actors. I think you enjoy so Emma Stone, love her, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Okay, yes, I have respect for him. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so it's just going to be interesting to see these two. I mean, both really good actors and then in the hands of a uh, person.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. And I want
0: to see what happens because there are some interesting, yeah, things to talk about. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm excited to watch that. Uh, I'm going to assign you two weeks notice.
0: Ah, two weeks notice. I've heard of this.
1: It's got Sandy Bullock and Hugh Grant in it.
0: Ooh. He's um, trying to get fuddled
1: Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this because this is maybe the first, other than the Meg Ryan trilogy, the Nora oh. Ephron trilogy. This yes. might be the first rom com I ever watched, and it was oh. certainly the first DVD I ever owned. Oh wow! <laughs> so I'm like, I'm excited to rewatch it. I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Yeah, Sandy, yeah. always good. So she I'll is. Be- That'll be great. Alright, everybody, tune in next week to hear us talk about Irrational Man and Two Weeks Notice.
1: Bye. Match. All physical objects man-made.
0: Sorry, nice. It's the connection. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of, of what? Our connection. So We are all connected in the great circle
1: of life.